grave danger? Is there another kind? You see, the useful idiots that the Soviet Union, that Lenin put into America, are now the useful idiots from the Chinese. U.S. President Joe Biden, who has had another week of gaffes, confused moments. They're coming down on America like Pac-Man, eating us up alive. They're acting more as propagandists. Also, the science has changed. You know the Pac-Man game? Think of a Pac-Man game out of control. Sucking away at the foundation of America. If Russia pursues its aggression, it will face the massive consequences that... Because if they don't want you to believe something and they can cast doubt... We have no intention of fighting Russia. Sometimes confusion can actually be the goal. The goal. The goal. And as we've said all along... Confusion can actually be the goal. You know, I actually started my morning... Before I even got out of bed, I, uh, with all the stuff that's going on in the world, I said to God, I said, God, are, are the good people losing? We need your help. We need to, I need to see a victory. You see, because when I, when I see that supposedly the, the most moral and, and the most prosperous government on the, on the planet has reduced itself to nothing more than a banana republic, where you have a sitting U.S. president, the highest executive office in the land, who is using his his Justice Department uh, as if they're tentacles of his own dark wishes. Nothing happens in this country without the approval of the White House when it comes to the Justice Department and the Attorney General and all of those who are like minions surrounding Lucifer, waiting to do his bidding not even waiting for him to say anything. Biden has to say nothing. He knows and they know the implications of what happens if the whole thing goes down. And as ironic as it is, I never in my wildest imagination would have thought that the Donald Trump that my wife and I and our kids sat around watching in 2015 on The Apprentice, the same Donald Trump that appeared numerous times on Oprah Winfrey uh, t- talking about his success. I never thought that guy would be the one who could bring the entire system down. Isn't that amazing? I didn't think that there would be any single individual that would be capable of bringing the whole system down. And what I mean by that is he is going to expose everyone if he becomes victorious. That's why they're going after him. They know that if he gets back into office, he knows better this time what to look forward to. So he knows the deep state now up, up close and personal and they loathe him. I mean, you can hear it. Uh, Anna Navarra, a CNN anchor who's supposed to be unbiased said that she felt thrilled that Donald Trump was being indicted for moving documents, documents. He moved documents, ladies and gentlemen, we've got pictures of documents on the floor. He moved them. We don't know what's in the documents. We don't know why the documents are classified, but he moved them. He moved them from one place to another and didn't tell anybody he moved them. Yeah, Joe Biden did it too, but he forgot, so it's not as bad. And he may not have even know what he was doing anyway, because, you know, it's Joe. He has to take a train every day. What do you expect? But this is Trump. This is Trump who, who can bring down Biden by exposing Biden's bribery scandal. And this, by the way, has nothing to do with the Hunter laptop and the Romanian deals and the Chinese deals that we have yet to uncover. I would love to have just a few minutes with the president. I would say, Mr. President, why exactly did you get paid $5 million 
Why did your son get paid $5 million? Were you, were you doing a side hustle? Is that what you were doing while you were the vice president? I know there's not a lot for the vice president to do, but uh, I guess you had a lot of time on your hands. Was that it? Well, here's Marjorie Taylor Greene, and she lays it all out succinctly. It's a little long, but this will tell you everything you need to know about this current criminal scandal. Reading this form today uh, shows the pure distinction. This, this information, this source that came forward, it's a paid informant by the FBI. This has nothing to do with Giuliani. This has nothing to do with the information that he brought forward in 2020. It's totally separate, and it's extremely incredible because he's a paid informant. Um, I made some notes after I left the skiff uh, based on the information, and I'll, I'll share that with you guys right now. Um, basically, what was happening there is back in 2015, 2016, Burisma was looking to buy uh, a U.S.-based oil and gas company. And this came from being advised by Hunter Biden and his partners. Um, Biden had told, Biden said Shokin was corrupt. That was around the time of this meeting was when Joe Biden, as vice president, had said that the prosecutor Shokin was corrupt. They hired Hunter on the board to make the problems go away. That's what they specifically said. Um, Hunter advised that they could raise more money if they bought a U.S. company. So the, the informant was trying to do the right thing and trying to advise Burisma that they shouldn't go this route. They should hire an attorney, work out their problems that they were being investigated for because they were having other legal problems. And that's why they were being investigated by this prosecutor, Shokin. The informant was advising them, don't go this route. You, why would you buy another U.S. company while you're under investigation? That's not a good idea. So he's trying to tell him to do the right thing. Um, the owner of Burisma said that Hunter was stupid and that his other business partner was smart. He also said that he paid $5 million to one Biden and he paid $5 million to another Biden. And it was all a bribery to get Shokin fired and end the investigation into Burisma. Uh, the, he also told the informant this is common practice in Russia and Ukraine. It's common practice. It's part of business there. That's how their culture works, that they will pay bribery money in order to get business deals done. And that many businesses, uh, they, they take that into account. They put it in their budget, basically when they're preparing to buy another company or start another company, that that's just normal. And so over in Ukraine, uh, for them to consider hiring Hunter Biden on the board in order to make their problems go away, which was the prosecutor Shokin, uh, who was investigating Burisma for, for corruption and, and legal problems, this was definitely illegal for a vice president of the United States and their family members. Um, the informant had asked the, the owner of Bree Smith if he was happy that Trump won. And he said no, he was not happy. River, he had invested a lot of money into the Bidens to make his problems go away. But he did say that it would take 10 years for all of us to find out the payments made to the Bidens because of how many bank accounts there were. He said at the time there were no direct payments made to the big guy, but in a meeting later, 
after he had become more upset and as things were unfolding, he told the informant that he has two pieces of evidence showing proof of payment to Hunter and specifically Joe Biden. You see, I think what everyone needs to understand is, is that business owners, Lucio's heart ones, whether they're good or bad, whether they perform their business in a legal manner or more corrupt manner, they always be breakers of their business payments, uh, accounts and receivables. That's how it's done. And this owner of Marisma kept a record, especially of the bribes. And if you're in an industry where you have to pay bribes to get your business deals done, then you always want to keep, keep a record and keep proof of your bribes because that's how you make sure you get people to follow through on what they're done with. Um, what I read today is, is again, shocking. Just as what I read in the Treasury Department with all the SARS report is shocking. But we are going to continue following this investigation. We're going to continue to look into every single thing that we can uncover. Um, we need the FBI to keep cooperating with us. That's extremely important. And I have very high expectations of Christopher Ray that he'll do the right thing and continue uh, showing the, us the information that we're asking for. Um, what I'm upset about, though, is the FBI uh, doesn't think the American people are worthy of this unclassified information. I certainly do. I think the American people deserve to see it and know every single bit of it. That's why... When I left the skiff, I made all my notes on, on this piece of paper here so that I could explain everything to the American people. That's a, a representative Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, in the Capitol, the People's House, giving her statements after reviewing the documents, Form 1023, which clearly implicate that Joe Biden was on the take, that he was paid $5 million and his son was given $5 million to make whatever investigation into corruption of Burisma, an energy company, go away, to make it go away. Uh, and this is on top of the other scandals that plague Biden now because of Hunter Biden's laptop and some shenanigans going on between shell companies and business dealings with Chinese officials as well as Romanian officials. So as you can see, the stink is really starting to pile up. And so what is Biden's go-to action? And it's a shame, isn't it, really? I mean, if you watched the news last night, if you watched uh, David or Les or Rosie uh, or Nora over there, and, and you saw that all three of the networks completely ignored, completely ignored this story, but instead focused on documents that were moved from one room to another, supposedly classified documents that the president clearly has said, I can declassify. It's unbelievable. And I'm thinking to myself, there's no way that the American people could be sitting at home and not pondering what's going on here, right? I mean, it would be impossible. It would be impossible for, for people not to notice that this is nothing more than a sleight of hand. Joe Biden trying to keep the eye or the ball moving. So you're not aware of what he's done. And guess what? I don't, I don't think Joe Biden's plan is working. I think we know exactly what's going on here.
I might just be enjoying this too much. Welcome back to Speaking Out America. I am JR. Our podcast is speakingoutamerica.com or just Speaking Out America. That's it. And you'll find it on, on almost all of the major pa- uh, platforms where you get your favorite podcast. Uh, I think I might be having too much fun with this whole situation with Joe Biden because, frankly, it would it, you would have to be a complete idiot at this point unless you just are uh, living in a, a reality that is all your own that not to see that Biden has his kingdom is crumbling. You're not going to be able to put this back together. If there is any sense of law and order, if there's, if there's any semblance of law and order or true justice in our country, that Biden will at least get prison time for what he did. And, and I'm absolutely positively convinced that it's not the only thing that this man has done in the 30 plus years that he's been serving, supposedly serving our country. I want you to listen to this interchange between Maria Bartiromo and Congresswoman Luna out of Florida talking about this situation between this now revealed form that clearly implicates a bribery scandal in full operation in which Joe Biden received $5 million and his son also received $5 million. But what's interesting is some of the comments that Luna makes about how treacherous and dangerous this has become for the person who is the whistleblower. Uh, listen to this brief interchange. I said, I mean, it hasn't even been 24 hours, Maria, since I have seen the document that the FBI has that literally has not one but two separate payments to Joe Biden and his son for over $5 million from a foreign national. And of course, the DOJ just yesterday decides that they're going to be bringing charges against Trump. So I don't think it's by coincidence or mistake, but I can tell you one thing, Maria. Um, I know Speaker McCarthy's fired up about this. I know House Oversight is. And I don't think that the DOJ realizes the beehive that they're poking. Well, let's talk about that, because, Congressman, you were one of the few lawmakers who actually saw the Biden bribery document yesterday. What can you tell us about it? Does the Oversight Committee uh, do anything about this now? What is your next step? And tell us what this uh, document says. Yeah, so I actually stayed yesterday. Um, as you know, we were in recess for a little bit, and I actually spoke with Chairman Comer, so subpoenas should be going out next week. But what I can say is absolutely just as we had speculated and had heard that this goes back to when Joe Biden was the vice president, that, again, there was two separate transactions of $5 million, one to Joe Biden and one to his son, Hunter Biden. It is from Burisma. Um, I can tell you that the source had met multiple times Times um, to get this information that the FBI also in that document had redacted information that talked about an individual who has um, actual proof and email, whether it's emails, text messages, electronic correspondence to actually get that information. And what I'm hearing, Maria, what I'm seeing is this is absolutely grounds for impeachment. And isn't it ironic that the Biden administration, the corrupt DOJ and the FBI are accusing <clears throat> President Trump of exactly what Joe Biden is guilty of. And so it's in my opinion that this does change things a little bit, because as we know, right now we're coming up on the 2024 election cycle. But Maria, it's also important to note that they moved around the money the same way that they moved around the money for personal payments to Joe Biden's family. So remember those 20 shell corporations and companies? Um, That's how I believe that they paid Joe Biden. That's un- this is just unbelievable, Congresswoman. These are the most serious charges ever leveled at a president, and the mainstream media will not report it at all. 
And so you're saying that on the very day that we see this document, you and your colleagues saw the document where apparently what I've got here is a Burisma executive said five million to Joe Biden, five billion to the other Biden. On the same day, we have confirmation that there was a bribery scheme and Biden was paid off to make policy changes that Trump is indicted. Correct. And it's even more important to know that, you know, the individual that came forward, I mean, I was speaking with Chairman Comer, um, you know, this is some very, very scary stuff, right? Um, it is very possible. And I do believe now that we have to kind of be careful about the timelines that we're releasing here because the individual is still an active source, an active human source, that is. And so we have to make sure that this person doesn't get hurt. And I think that it's very likely with the information that's been brought forward that that could happen. And so um, it's very likely that this president is going to be impeached. And by that, I mean Joe Biden. And rightfully so. I would be saying the same thing for if it was a Republican. If you're guilty of public corruption and selling out your position, you don't deserve to be in office. That could be a real good. Don't you think that could be a real good uh, uh, campaign slogan? Vote for me and I'll impeach the son of a bitch. Uh, Here we go. What remains to be seen is how far the Biden administration will now go to try to prevent this from moving any further. Will they try to discredit the informant? Will they try to take out uh, the informant? You heard Luna say that that informant life could be in danger. And, and of course, the next logical question is to ask, from who? Who is who is the informant in danger of? Biden? Burisma? Zelensky? Who are the main players? It's not like the old days where you could just, you know, make the uh, anonymous phone call from Hillary Clinton's office and something would be done. Uh, We're all watching it now. We all know if we didn't know anything about this at all, it had never been exposed. Uh, It is possible that at some point, whoever this informant was that filled filled out the form and is considered a reliable source, this person could have been taken out and we never would have known this story. But it's too late for that. Pandora's box has been opened and we are now looking at a president who needs to be questioned. There's no question in my mind that any journalist worth their integrity at this point, if they have the opportunity to ask Joe Biden directly, did you get a payoff from Burisma? He has to give an answer. He has to either say yes, no, or I don't know what you're talking about. Or the Department of Justice is investigating and I'm not allowed to say anything. I can't comment on the case. It's currently under investigation. He's going to say whatever he wants to say to avoid uh, answering the truth. This is why we call this program Speaking Out, because we have people speaking out on this program about what's happening uh, in our country. And this guy wants to be the president for four more years? I wonder sometimes if this whole Ukraine war is a, is a, is a wag-the-dog scenario, that the, tr- the true quid pro quo in all of this, is that Biden came to Zelensky's rescue uh, as a way of keeping Zelensky quiet, payback, quid pro quo. And now we're billions and billions of dollars into this war uh, that is nothing more than a war of attrition at this point, and we can't trust our own media to tell us what's really going on. Uh, all we get is lip service from John Kirby and and uh, that whatever you want to call the spokesperson there in the in the press office who never can say the truth ever about anything. It's like she's a corporate shill working for a 
a, a you know a, a big pharma denying any you know plaus deniability of all things. We didn't do it. We don't know what you're talking about. Remember at the beginning of the program where it says the confusion is the key. They want to confuse you. They want you to be distracted by forest fires and drag queen shows and everything else. Kevin Stockman's going to join us in a sec. He's from the Epoch Times. We're heading into summer. Power grid failure because of the Chinese. We're going to talk about that in just a moment. When politicians can be bought, when courts can be manipulated, when the media becomes a tool of propaganda, there you will find a society that is susceptible to manipulation from the outside. Welcome back to the Speaking Out America program. I'm your host, JR. We do have a comment line or maybe even a tip line if you've got something you want to share. The uh, number is 941-8000. That's 941-8000-2937. I'll say it again because it sounds kind of kooky. 941-800-2937. Weird, right? But uh, it's because it's a Florida number and that's where we do the show. And I'm happy to have you along and I am even happier that Tucker Carlson has not been silenced. You know, the more I watch him, the more I appreciate. I remember long ago when he was on CNN and he wore that dumb little bow tie. And I used to think, man, anybody who wears a bow tie is trying too hard. And he was a young guy back then. But, you know, he's a great writer. He's, uh, you know, in being in the industry, you, you come to respect those who excel at it, who are the superstars. And coupled with the fact that he knows how to do his job, he is also a great writer, and anybody who can put together a 10-minute or a 15-minute YouTube, maybe they edited it. I didn't look at it that carefully, but it looks like he, he did it in one take, and that's not easy to do. But here's an excerpt of it, sort of climbing a little bit on what we were talking about yesterday uh, with this, this explosive story, again, that was not reported. I don't understand why. It's almost like our society has given up. Yet in Las Vegas, they they did a sting. And I was amazed at how many child porn pedophiles there are out there. Uh, they I think they natted 21 men in Las Vegas, a sting operation. 21 men who were willing to want to show up and, and, and have sex with minors or take pictures of them or, or, or do whatever. But this has been going on under our noses on Instagram. For a long time, and Instagram was bought by Facebook, which is now known as Meta. And they have been allowing, and I'm talking about the people that, that are supposed to be in charge of filtering. I mean, the worst possible thing that could happen. Remember when you were young, or maybe you had kids that were young when MySpace was coming out? Remember that social network uh, platform, MySpace? And all of us parents, we were rightfully concerned about predators being on those platforms trying to, you know, find little girls and entice them. And then we hear about it. Remember that NBC show, Catch a Predator? That was basically based on that. And then, I don't know, the last 10 years, I mean, they still have sting operations. They still catch pedophiles. 
but but the pedophile is is so much uh has so much more access because the internet is just out there it's everywhere and you have kids everywhere who who are so foolish to put and expose themselves online and we warned our children early on you better be careful especially the girls in our household this is not this is this is not a plaything you will or you can be abducted you can be killed you can be extorted you can be exposed and it's going to be a horrible experience you hear every once in a while about these young girls who uh, get humiliated and they take their own life because there's so much shame uh and and yet so instagram is exposed for allowing this pedophilia to run rampant on instagram by the use of algorithms so let's say I, I assume what that means is if you click one image and you choose to follow someone who is a provocative performer, that will link you to other similar type uh, people using keywords. And some of the keywords they were using, well, just take a look at this. This is Tucker Carlson, part of his Twitter feed, episode two last night, addressing this very, very serious issue. One of the things that this tells us is the people who run our country no longer see child molesters as the worst among us. It's never been more obvious than it was yesterday when the Wall Street Journal ran a long expose about kiddie porn on Instagram. Instagram, the journal found, quote, helps connect and promote a vast network of accounts openly devoted to the commission and purchase of underage sex content. Instagram connects pedophiles and connects them to content sellers of child pornography. In one instance, the paper discovered that Instagram was recommending the phrase incest toddlers to users who'd expressed interest in similar material. By the way, no one at Instagram denied that any of this had happened, nor did Mark Zuckerberg, who controls the company. The journal story was accurate. It was all pretty shocking, but not as shocking as what happened next, which was effectively nothing at all. The largest circulation newspaper in the United States revealed that one of the world's most influential companies was promoting pedophilia and nobody in power did anything about it. The Justice Department did not announce an investigation. Congress did not schedule hearings. The guy who runs Instagram, Adam Mosseri, still has his job. I wonder sometimes, you know, they say follow the money. Uh, that was a very good piece from Tucker Carlson on his episode on Twitter. The first episode, I think, got over 13 million views. So clearly there are more people watching Tucker on Twitter than they were on Fox News. Isn't that interesting? Triple fold. Uh, if, if Elon Musk can keep Twitter free, and if these social platforms, uh, many of them that run through the Amazon servers or the Google servers can be shut off quite easily, if Tucker can somehow, and others like him, can somehow remain free, we may have a chance of taking out these bad guys. But there's a dark part of me that thinks that perhaps maybe law enforcement prefers to have something like an Instagram, something that they can use to go out and lure these these culprits, these pedophiles in and, and entice them. And, and this is where we go down that slippery slope of, of, of taking, you know, the law and using it and twisting it and making it so that you enable people and then you catch them. Sort of like, uh, you know, we know now that there were enough implants in the J6 riots where they were actually encouraging the rioters. And I forget what they call that, enticement, enable, I don't think it's enable. But anyway, you wonder if, if maybe law enforcement prefers it this way so that they can continually have ways of catching these people. 
without, without ever actually solving the problem, they just keep arresting people. And then they get more funding, and it becomes sort of like the DEA. You know, we know the drugs are coming in. We're not trying to... It's like anything else in, in life. You know, whether it's, it's the pharmaceuticals, they don't want to cure the disease. They just want to continue to treat it. Because there's a lot more money in treating than there is in finding a cure. And I wonder sometimes if, 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 we're, if on the one hand our society is promoting permissiveness and promiscuity and sexuality and sexual identity and sexual liberation, and, and some of that, the antecedents of that are a runoff and it turns out to be the exploitation of young kids, how are we solving the problem? We're not. We're just putting more wood in the fire and then calling the firemen. All right, so another major tip-off, uh, which the, the mainstream media will not tell you about, is that COVID-19 may trigger multiple sclerosis, COVID-19 vaccines. Pardon me. Uh, there was a doctor by the name of John Campbell, who is notable on, on various social websites, but he's quoting an article that he heard from that was published by the World Health Organization that some people can get multiple sclerosis from getting a covid vaccine with mRNA. Take a listen. Well, a warm welcome to today's talk, Monday the 29th of May. Now, last week, the World Health Organization put out a release uh, showing that there was a possible causal relationship between COVID-19 vaccine and multiple sclerosis. And we're allowed to report on this because it is an official WHO paper. We're limited to other things that we can report, but we can report this. Now, this is the paper here. Now, um, it says COVID-19 vaccination can induce multiple sclerosis via cross-reactivity with T helper cells. So quite an admission from the World Health Organization. Now, this isn't available on quite a few servers now, but I've uh, got DuckDuckGo on my, um, on my lap, um, desktop so I, I could find it again. But that's, that's, that's it there. And it, it is, as I say, WHO publication, so we can actually... Talk about this. Nice to be able to talk about things. Isn't that strange you're hearing from this? And he goes on basically and very scientifically breaks down how it is the spike proteins can uh, misinterpret the coding over nerve cells as a spike protein because it has similar uh, properties. And so your body's own natural immune system might start to attack that, that nice covering that's over your nerve cells and induce multiple sclerosis. Now, that's a pretty big deal because that's a pretty big disease. Uh, and the fact that he kept saying we're allowed to speak of it because the World Health Organization uh, uh, published the report is a way of saying that we're not usually allowed to discuss anything unless it's approved by the World Health Organization. That's kind of creepy in itself. But then, of course, he's talking about something else. Uh, and what really sends, a, 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 I guess, a a chill up my spine is the fact that there was another report out just this week that Pfizer and Moderna both acknowledged that they were aware that their vaccine was harmful to children. And they hid that information from the general public or they chose not to disclose it. So again, we're seeing the effects of what was a long time ago, uh, obfuscation and covering up in the name of following the science, following the Fauci science. And what has now happened and what we can now see happening is that people are falling ill and they're getting things like cancer. And, and we can't and, and, and the doctors are still not allowed to make the connection between the covid vaccine and the particular ailment. 
And yet the data is there at everybody's fingertips. And that's the world we live in today, unfortunately. We have to keep pushing out. We have to keep speaking out. And we keep having to work hard to bring this information to you so that you are well informed. Because the media is not going to do it. The government's not going to do it. And even your neighbor's not going to do it. So we do it as well to try to keep things and try to bring these bastards down. Communities of color are disproportionately impacted by this virus. And as we continue to battle COVID-19, we will ensure that equity continues to be at the center of our response and make sure we have enough vaccine to approved to get one. 